Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to our third edition of the weekly Pre-Snap Podcast. This episode of, as usual, Friday episode, previewing your main slate DFS preview. All the good stuff and things, DraftKings, FanDuel, to get you ready for this weekend's NFL action. But how else can you get ready for that action? Check out Lionstar Sports. Check them out on Twitter at Lionstar App and at Lionstar NFL. More importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You listen to us, you check out the app, you get all the values, all the stacks, all the optimizer goodness, everything you need right there, even a chat room if you have questions. So check it all out, download the app, become a premium member. You will not regret it. Check myself out on Twitter at BDNTREK. And my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? Bogman! Uh, I mean, look, you know, uh, the Steelers are miserable. And I know I'm going to watch that game on Sunday. So this is what I live for now. It's just betting in DFS because I can't be living for, I mean, even the Diamondbacks don't. Lose, I was right? like, our first I mean, full year together doing both shows. And people are like, God, Bogman, the Diamondbacks, now the Steelers. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Hey, you know what? Uh, a couple of years back, everyone was like, this fair weather fan, you yeah. know, because of, I love the Rockets, too, and they're terrible now. And yeah. the Longhorns are my best team, which is saying something uh, out of everything. So, uh, you know, it, it's just it's uh, it's the way she goes. Right. Uh, yep. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. So uh, but I love so DFS. that she can do. I, she can do all of it, so yep. I can't do mo- most of it, but she can. So, yep. but it, it's the way she goes. But uh, yeah, let's talk some DFS. Let's roll. Let's talk some DFS. This week we only have twelve games instead of the usual thirteen because there's a Thursday, there's a Sunday night, there's a Monday. Oh, and there's England. England's involved. Starts at nine thirty Eastern, six thirty a.m. Pacific. Means it's not on the main slate of action. If you plan on doing the the prime time stuff or the showdowns, Lions Star has got you taken care of. So go check out that goodness there. But we will kick things off with the Chicago Bears at the Las Vegas Raiders. Fun one here. Uh, Raiders are favored by five, over under 44 on this one. And you got Justin Fields making his official, official. He is the starter. Not just feeling that he's the starter this week. So you got Fields taking taking uh, snaps under center. What do you like in this one, Bogman? I mean, I kind of like Justin Fields' price on DK specifically, 5200 and 6400 uh, you're going to get some running out of him a little bit. So I like this price uh, a little dicey to start him, but that is a, you know, kind of a punt that position and uh, pay up at other spots. So I like him. Um, not a ton else. I like in this game. I think Damian Williams is okay. Price of 56 and 58. I you're still getting a bit of a discount on Robinson for now, 55 and 61. So I think he's in play. And also Fields likes Mooney at 47 yes. and 56. So I think those are some good prices. Yeah, it really stinks because um, Mooney, we've been talking about him the last few weeks. Like, oh, if Justin Fields starts, you want Mooney. Last week, I think he had like 12 or 13 targets. The dude went bonkers last week. Uh, they showed, I, I was reading a stat somewhere, all of Fields' start, uh, playing time combined so far this year, his target share is pretty spread out. But Mooney has 25% of the target share. The rest of it's spread out. Let's put it that way. So he <laughs> got, he has eyes for Mooney in a big, big way. Robinson still gets plenty of targets, though. He just hasn't found him in the end zone. Or and, it, you know, we're also talking first-team reps at practice Bingo. all week, too. Bingo. You know, so the rapport when, when Fields is has been building in lately, and building and yeah, building. Yeah. When Fields has been in lately, it's like hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. That's what we're going to do. It's right. a short pass. So 
But we'll you, see how it you're, goes. You're running back. You're starting running back now. You got to pass the ball a little more. Just a little. I, I like Damian Williams a bit, though. I think he can be effective. Like some people, not all forget that before COVID hit, he was the dude before CEH. And then he just said, COVID's here. I'm out. CEH got the job. He probably would have lost the job eventually to CEH. That's why they drafted him. But Williams right. is awesome. So I think he's very formidable at 56 and 58. I like the Mooney call as well. If you want a cheap receiver, at least on DraftKings for PPR, you can't ignore Hunter Renfro at $4,900. The dude's just going to keep getting his targets. So he's he's in play as well. I'm, like, I'm not game stacking this game by any means, but there's little pieces you can pick out of it for sure that have some, uh, some DFS relevance uh, this weekend. Cleveland Browns at the Los Angeles Chargers. This should be a fun one on Sunday afternoon. Chargers minus one and a half point home favorites over under 47 in this one. Bob, and what stands out to you here? Well, what stands out to me here is that, you know, we obviously all love the Chargers offense. It's been great, uh, but playing against Cleveland is, you know, that that can get dicey. They shut down Minnesota, who had looked pretty good before. So this is what I like because the Chargers is still expensive, but they are going to be less rostered. Uh, the ownership will be fairly low. So uh, Herbert at 68 and 77 is in play. I love Eckler at 76 and 77 uh, just because they're not going to be as owned as they usually are. Um, I also like if you want to play Chubb or Hunt, I'm all about it because the Chargers run D has been horrendous so far this season. Uh, I'm avoiding anything in the Cleveland passing game. Baker Mayfield looked off. I just want him to show me that he can get back there before I you know, invest in him, even though the Chargers defense has been a little rough. Uh, I'm going to avoid Cleveland outside the running backs. And I do like the Chargers because of the low ownership, particularly in tournaments, not so much in cash. Yeah, definitely tournaments only in this game. This could literally be a defensive battle similar to Cleveland's game last week with Bosa on one side and um, Garrett on the other. But I could also see a ton of points because we've seen Cleveland put point for point up with guys before, too. So it's a really fun football game for a tournament appeal in that regard. So if you want to go with a little uh, Chargers action, you can. I think Eckler is very live. People are they're finally utilizing him in the run and the pass. He's the man. Unlike past years where they kind of placated his he's too small thing. It felt like what I will say, there's two tournament plays I really like in this game. I love OBJ at 6K on DK and 64 on FanDuel. Seven targets last week, only two catches because Baker was off. They were a little more on the first week. Um, OBJ's only played two games this year, and he's like third in all of football in air yards. That translates to GPP goodness when that hits. Like That's that's the kind of stuff you look for uh, to try to take advantage of before he goes off, and then he's expensive and popular. So I think OBJ is a good tournament play this week. Second thing, Mike Williams, complete goose egg on Monday night. Go back to Mike <laughs> Williams this week. Go back to Mike Williams. 7200 bucks, 7700 on FanDuel. People will think that's too expensive. Those are the two kind of plays I like in tournaments. Like you don't have to use them both. You can use them as one-offs. I think I like OBJ a little more because of the beat up uh, just receiving court in general of Cleveland. But I think OBJ and Mike Williams are two plays where you can kind of throw some, uh, some darts out there in tournaments and, and see where they stick and have some fun kind of Hollywood Brown esque type plays. <laughs> Denver at Pittsburgh over under 39 and a half. I'm stuttering. Cause I'm trying to sweeten it up for you, Bob, but I can't, what do you like here? I mean, on the Pittsburgh side, Deontay and Najee are like the only two playable guys right now. Uh, yep. Juju's getting open, but Ben isn't even hitting him. So I uh, don't know what's going on there. And, and, you know, if you if you don't want any part of Pittsburgh's offense, it is understandable. So I'm not going to sit here and try to convince anybody. I would say those are the only two guys. On the Denver side, uh, I like Sutton. I like Tim Patrick a little bit, and I like Noah Fant a little bit. 
here. I think if I'm going to pay for Noah Fan, I'm just going to pay up for a bigger tight end, right? Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to go lower. 100%. I don't tend to sit in those middling tight ends. I either want to pay up for one or I want to go, you know, uh, bargain hunting. One of those two. Uh, so Fan just isn't going to be in my lineup. But I get it if you want to play him. Uh, Steelers secondary has been great. But at yeah, Cortland Sutton at 55 and 61, definitely my favorite buy here. Yeah. Do you still like Denver these guys? Defense. If... Denver yeah. defense also. Do you still like these guys if Drew Locke's starting? Yeah, I do. Now, I don't, okay. To me, look, Teddy Bridgewater's been playing great, but to me there's not a ton of difference between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Okay. Probably more in the long run, but spe- specifically against Pittsburgh. I mean, look, uh, I think it was uh, Brett Rippon almost beat Pittsburgh last year, or Jeff Driscoll or some loser uh, on uh, Denver. So um, I think they'll it's be okay. Tebow beat him one time. It happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, right. I will say I didn't mean kick me while I'm down, Bob. Come it's on. Okay, we'll get to my game pretty soon. You can do the same thing. Um, Deontay at 6,500 on DK is way too cheap still. Just keep playing yeah. him. The dude's target share is ridiculous in a PPR format, especially in cash games. I don't care how bad Ben is or who they're playing. You just keep playing Deontay it's every week just until they price him accordingly and play him. Detroit at Minnesota in this one. This could be a, an interesting game, a really, really snooze fest. Minnesota's up to minus nine now. Over under 49 and a half. Like, this is getting sporty quick. Um, <laughs> what do you like of this game? Uh, and Cook, I, Cook's I, banged up, so I want to clarify that first. Yeah, I like the passing game for uh, Minnesota. I mean, we saw Kirk Cousins was off. I think that's more of a, uh, you know, stance on the Cleveland defense than anything. Detroit's defense, ugly. Uh, it was real bad last year. Has been great this year. And they just lost one of their best players in Romeo Aquara. They cut their best linebacker in Jamie Collins a couple weeks ago. Jeff Akuda went down week one. It is gross. So if you want to play Justin Jefferson, he's expensive, but in play 77 and 8,000 and Thielen at 66 and 75. I think those are both good options. Uh, Detroit should be playing comeback. So Khalif Raymond and Quintez Cephas as cheap options as well. I think I'd rather go with Cephas. I think Raymond gets Patrick Peterson, who's a better cover corner, and Cephas gets uh, Breland. So I like Cephas. Yeah, this is one of those stacks. Like I don't know if you want to, if you have to game stack it as much, but I like the Cousins to preferably Thielen because he's the end zone target, but Jefferson's kind of the, the main guy right now. But Thielen's eleven hundred cheaper on DK, five hundred cheaper on Fanduel, and then if you want to maybe go with a KJ Osborne or, or Conklin as a little cheaper play, you can. Unless you just, just go Thielen Jefferson if you want, but. If you want to differentiate, I prefer Thielen with one of the cheaper guys. If you don't want to bring it back, it's totally fine. You don't have to do that every time. If you do, though, you mentioned Raymond and Cephas. This is the interesting part. You know, Raymond had the two touchdowns, but Cephas had, like, the most targets and catches of his career in any one game. So he's still, like, the guy, the target machine, where Raymond might be the end zone target, kind of like Thielen and Jefferson are. So keep that in mind. So I like Cephas a little more with you as well. Eventually, Hawks got to get going, but it's been ugly. So I don't know if I can pay that just yet. But I'm with you. If you want to bring one back, go Cephas. But I like a little uh, Vikings uh, passing game attack with you as well. Definitely like some passing in this next game. Green Bay at Cincinnati. Over under of three in this one. I mean, total spread is three. Over under 51 and a half. Um, this is an Aaron Rodgers show, Baldwin. Yeah, I mean, A-Rod is in play. I think Burrow is. In, there's a lot in play here. I mean, Burrow's anytime you want to play Aaron Jones, uh, I'm okay. But um, with Samaj P. Ryan, 4,500, yeah. definitely in play as a cheap running back option here. Does you know, Joe Mixon didn't practice on Wednesday, so I uh, didn't see if he practiced on Thursday or not. But I do uh, like P. Ryan at that price. Uh, anytime you want to play Adams, okay by me. Um, I don't know. Would you rather 
pay for those Cobb touchdowns from last week or go to Alan Lazard? I'd rather go to Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. Okay. He had the most uh, targets a- any time this season. People are down on him. We've seen him have multiple touchdown games. I go Tunyon. Right. I also like uh, Chase. Uh, Chase is 5,873. Yeah. Uh, so I like the 5,800 one, obviously. And then um, uh, Tyler Boyd at 53 and 63. Uh, I like as well. So Higgins just isn't quite 100%. So, but I mean, pretty much everyone's on deck here. Yeah, this is a big game. I like it's one of my favorite uh, overs of the week. We talked about that on the the Thursday bet show, which means I'm gonna love this for DFS purposes. Like Burrow's cheap, 61 on DK, very very affordable. But I, I still kind of prefer Aaron Rodgers. But Burrow's, he's got it going on. If you want to save some cash, you can. Um, I like the the um, Chase and Boyd side of it. Do you know how many touchdowns Devontae Adams has this year? I don't know. Zero. Is it zero? I was going to say one, but zero. I was like, ah, that can't be right, but it's zero. Yes, there was a typo this week, and the thing I read is zero. He's one of the like big-time receivers with zero touchdowns. So that ain't going to last very long, folks. And don't think that right. they haven't talked about that during the week, and we know how Rodgers does things. So just one of these weekends, it's going to be a, a smash Adams week, so try not to miss out on that. That's all I'm going to say. Try not to miss out on Devontae Adams week. Tampa Bay hosting the Miami Dolphins. Ten-point favorites over under 48. How much Tom Brady and company is too much Tom Brady and company? <laughs> I mean, uh, do you have a limit? Uh, I I actually like Leonard Fournette as my favorite. Great player. value this week. Phenomenal value. 52 and 64. And we saw him get, uh, I think it was 26 touches last week. And no Geo again, most likely. And even if he is playing, he's not at 100%. And they didn't use him that much. Leonard Fournette has now become the Bucks hammer, I feel like, after last week. So I really like him. I think they're going to get up pretty big, which means if you want to throw out Brady, you want to throw out Mike Evans, who his demise was obviously overstated this uh, offseason. If you want to go to AB because he's the cheapest option, I understand that too. I think Jalen Waddell is a good price at 48 and 54 because they got him running them short routes, and uh, it seems like Brissett loves throwing to him. Gesicki also in play at 42 and 56. But, yeah, I mean, my favorite play is Leonard Fournette in this game. Yeah, Fournette is a cash game lock as long as – um, uh, what's his name? I just totally bugged. Geo's out. Geo's out. Play all Leonard Fournette. The Dolphins are a sieve to the running back position. If you just go back and look at each game they played, Damian Harris uh, last week against Jonathan Taylor, uh, the Bills scored three rushing touchdowns against them. It's just a sieve to the running back position. Fournette is going to feast. So – has some fun with some Leonard Fournette, 5,200 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. I don't mind if you want like uh, a Chris Godwin action there. After getting shut down by New England, he could have a big, big week. Only 6,300 on DK, quite the savings there. AB at 52, like they're going to crush Miami into submission. Yeah. This is just a game. Pick your poison and run. They're going to do it on the ground. They're going to do it by the air. It's the FedEx play of the game <laughs> all over the place. So have fun with this one. I one will say I two land, things. Two if I see. That's right. Yes. I don't mind the Jalen Waddle call. I think this could be a Devontae Parker week. I'll say that much. 54 on DK. Um, it was him last could be week. be a nice play. Yeah, he had eight targets. Once Once Fuller went out, now Fuller's on the IR. So so Parker could get in there, especially if they get down early. That's the only thing the last few weeks. Once they get down enough, all of a sudden, like, oh, we have to throw the ball. Let's let Brissett run into the no huddle. And they kind of move the ball a little bit. So <laughs> Waddle's good for the short passes. Like, DK Waddle's fine. Fanduel and DK, I think Devontae Parker could be a nice one at 54 and 57. New England at Houston. New England is minus nine on the road, over under 39 and a half. It's like we both think New England on the, the bet show is going to crush them. I just don't know if I can invest too much DFS into this one. 
I think Damian Harris at 55 and yep. 65 is a really good buy because yep. he should just be, like I said, with Leonard Fournette, even more of a hammer. And they completely abandoned him and the whole running game last week. So he he has fresh legs. That's for sure. Coming into this game. So I like him. Jacoby Myers, I think, could be in play um, if you wanted to toss out uh, Hunter Henry because he's cheap at 37 or John at 33. Uh, I get that, but, uh, that's about all. I'm not starting any Texan until Tyrod Taylor gets back. And even then it's going to be dicey. Yeah. Damian Harris is a very, very good play. Probably, especially in Fandle where it's not the PPR format. Cause he ain't going to catch a lot of passes, but he's going to run probably 20 to 25 times, probably for over hundred Pretty much what he did against the dolphins in week one. Look for something similar, maybe a little better. So that's what I see Damian Harris doing. If you want to go with the passing game, Jacoby Myers is a target monster now for new England. And I like the call on the Henry or Johnny Smith because Houston by far is horrific, the worst in football against the tight end position. So that's one to definitely keep an eye on. But it's just hard to see how much are they going to throw. They should just run it down their throat. So <laughs> it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Washington and New Orleans. New Orleans goes into Washington minus uh, two-point road favorites in this one, over under 44. I, I, there's a little bit of goodness in this one, Bogman. Yeah, there's some decent buys here. Look, I think Kamara... You know, uh, he's not catching it, but they're giving it to him 25 times. So against a porous Washington defense, he could be a decent play here. I think T-Mac is in play at 7,400 on both. Anytime you want to play him. Uh, I think I like Antonio Gibson at 64 and 66 as well. McKissick in play at 5,053. Uh, that's about it for me, though. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going tight ends. No Ricky Seals-Jones. No thank you. He is really cheap. 2500 so i get you know what maybe that would entice me at 2500 uh but eh, new new uh, new orleans plays pretty decent defense so uh i think i'll stick with mainly running backs t-mac and uh you know mckissick gibson and camara that's it i don't mind some taylor heineke if you want to get frisky like his floor has been very very strong I see it with a good ceiling because it's, it's the, the fact he uses his legs Gives them some love for me. There's better options on the slate. Let me clarify that. But I think he's <laughs> very, very interesting uh, this week. I think T-Mac, like you said, is always in play. We just say it over and over again. The other player I would look at, Curtis Samuel, second game back. Now they used him a little bit sparingly, but they're going to keep putting him more and more into the game. Still $3,000 dirt cheap on DK. I think that's a very good value. He had 5.9 points. It's like his three catches in 29 yards or something last week. I could see maybe five catches in like 50 maybe, which would be amazing for 3K. So he's he's an interesting value play in this one. Flip side, New Orleans is tough outside of Kamara. It'd be nice if they threw him the darn football. But outside of that, it's very, very tricky for me to fall in love with anybody that consistently produces in New Orleans. One of the better games this week, the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven point favorites, over under 52. Love this game, Bogman. Who you like in here? I mean, there's so much to like. I mean, just Zeke went nuts. Saquon is just constantly in play here. Uh, I like Cedric Wilson as a buy at 41 and 52 for a cheap a touchdown. Uh, Amari Cooper has been good. Uh, Kenny Galladay is still cheap at 59 and 62. I think he's too cheap. And I like Schultz at 44. So uh, I feel like there's a ton to like here. Yeah, it's a great stack. You could use Dak if you want. I think Daniel Jones at 6K is a phenomenal value. At least 29 rushing yards a game every game. The last few games have been even way more. He's throwing the ball great through over 400 yards last week. Um, the dude's really developing into that next level quarterback. So I like Danny Dimes at 6K. 
if you want to save some off a of Dak. And then you mentioned Zeke's been beasting out. I love the Saquon price, though, at 73 on DK and 78 air and ground. So it doesn't matter. You can use him in this one for sure. I think Cooper at 61 on DK is way too cheap. So that's a guy to, to keep in mind. Galladay is starting to get his love. So I'm with you there. I took a few games, but it's if Shepard's still out. That's a big thing. But uh, Galladay is getting some serious love there. So I like that call at 5,900 on DK, 62 on Fanduel. Very affordable on both sides. Um, Dalton Schultz is a smash play at 44 and 62. I know Blake Jarwin's eventually going to have that one game where he kind of overshadows Schultz. It'll happen from time to time. But right now it's the Dalton Schultz show at tight end. So you can definitely keep going to him at 44 and 62. What about Kadarius Tony this week? He had a big week with the Shepard and Slayton now. Yeah, look, they're they're just questionable right now, though. So I do love Kadarius Tony. You know he's my guy. So yep, if Shepard and Slayton are both down, uh, I'd be into him. But I feel like one of them is going to play, and and that'll send that'll send Tony pretty much packing there. So because they'll use they'll use Ross, they'll use Tony, and they'll looks like they'll use Colin Johnson a little bit too. So uh, they'll use a little bit of everybody. All right. Philadelphia at Carolina, another fun one here on this week's schedule. Carolina minus three and a half at home against the Eagles over under 45. Uh, Hertz is coming off a monster game. Darnold keeps producing week in and week out. Both these guys are averaging a boatload of points at the quarterback position. So what are you liking on this week? I mean, there's not a ton. Look, I'll just say it. Uh, I'm not going to go with Christian McCaffrey, whether he plays or not. And I know that's blasphemous for me because I'm the original Christian McCaffrey guy. I loved him coming out of Stanford. Uh, but He's just, I don't want to play guys kind of like we, we talked about on, uh, you know, the on deck pod, Bob. I don't like pitchers coming off the IL. I don't want to play running backs coming off uh, of the injured list either. So I'm going to pass on him. Sam Darnold, like you said, is in play, but I, you know, I'll just pay up and take, well, I guess I shouldn't say this. I'm about to say I'll pay up and take the running stats for Hertz, but Darnold keeps running into the, the end zone. He has five. If there's touchdowns. no McCaffrey. If there's no McCaffrey, he's running. Right. So, uh, so that is kind of a caveat on him. Uh, don't want any running backs in this game whatsoever, specifically on the Philly side. I do not care. Uh, DJ Moore, 75 and 79, always in play. Uh, kind of like a reach on Terrace Marshall, 36 and 49. Slim Reaper was much better. Devontae Smith is in play as well. And, um, I don't know. I just, if I'm going to pay, I, you know what? Zach Ertz at 3,400 and hope for a touchdown, 34 and five is not bad. So I think he's okay, but I don't want to mess with Goddard and I don't want to mess with anything in Carolina as far as tight end goes. Yeah, I don't mind Sam Darnold. Like I, I've been rostering him a lot lately. I prefer the Hertz for 400 more on DK and 500 more on Fandle, especially um, with just the rushing upside he brings to the table. But either way, like both are, are fine plays for me this week. I don't mind Kenneth Gainwell in tournaments at 4,900 on DK. Wouldn't use him on Fandle, but on DK, they're using him a lot of the backfield in the passing game right now. So I think... Like it's it, it feels like the change in the guards almost happening there. It's close, so I think Kenneth Gainwell at forty nine hundred on DK in tournaments could be one of those nice cheap night. He's not going to probably go off like Cordell Patterson did last week, but Patterson was forty nine hundred last week was a good tournament play. I could see Gainwell having a nice little game against uh, Carolina in that same kind of scenario. Uh, DJ Moore is always in play. They finally started pricing him up though. Seventy five is least respectable. That's a yeah. start. Start in the right direction. Uh, so I don't mind that. I'm always a Terrace Marshall fan. Robbie Anderson did get some love last week. So that'll be interesting to see where that plays out. But I like the value on Terrace Marshall, like you said. And then, yeah, Devontae Smith, they, they, even when he wasn't going off, he was still getting tons of targets. So they're going to throw him the ball every game. He went off last week. Don't mind going back to him with the banged-up Carolina secondary at 5,900 on DK, 6,000 on FanDuel. Tournament only, though. Tournament only in that one. But, yeah, it's it's a fun game. The, the options aren't the most ideal. 
but uh, definitely I think a lot of points get scored in this game. So I prefer yeah. – I have more confidence in playing certain Eagles guys than Panthers guys, but I think a lot of points get scored. San Francisco at Arizona in this one. Uh, Arizona minus 5.5 at home, over under of 50 in this one. Arizona come off a big dub. Only undefeated team left in the NFL. Bogman, are we stacking them up? I think you can. Look, I don't want the running game here because I, I know that's how they beat the Rams last week. I don't think you're going to beat the Niners doing that. You're going to beat them passing. So Kyler Murray, 88 and 85 is good. Favorite buy of this game is probably A.J. Green at 51 and 57. Hopkins, you got to pay up for. Not really interested in Kirk. Uh, definitely not interested in Ayuk, but I do like Debo as well. But he is priced up as well, 71 and 77. Uh, kind of like Max Williams is a cheap tight end at 34. And Trey Sermon one of the better uh, plays as well, because what you want to do if you're San Francisco with a rookie quarterback is run your running back and, you know, keep your rookie from passing the ball as much as possible and keep Kyler Murray on the sideline. So that's what they want to do. Is it going to work out? I don't know, but I do like throwing a dart on Trey Sermon. Trey Lance or Justin Fields this week. Hmm. Trey Lance. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you for sure. I think he's a very intriguing tournament player, 57. Some might even say cash game because of his ability with the legs. I haven't seen enough of that from the Niners game plan yet, so we don't really know how we can trust that, but I get it. So he's interesting. I still like Kyler. He's expensive, but he's just a, a freak. I'd Actually, I'd rather save and play Jalen Hurts than Kyler this week if I had to in cash, but if you're stacking this game, obviously you're not using Jalen Hurts. So Kyler Murray, definitely in play. Love A.J. Green. Loved him last week. Only got a $300 price bump. Six-plus targets every game. He's not going to go off for the monster touchdowns every week, but he's going to get the constant, steady production. I like Debo still. Price did go up, as you mentioned. Still very much in play. Don't mind the Carolina defense at $2,900 with Lance moving around a lot. He's going to make a turnover or two. Some of those like run plays out of the pocket turn into sacks. Like that's There's some points to be had there for Carolina at $2,900 on DK and um, 47 on FanDuel, so I like that. Last play I'll mention – Chase Edmonds at 5,900 on DK in the passing game. I'm a fan of because when it's more of a running game thing, you want Connor. I like Edmonds in this game. He's been very productive consistently in this, this, uh, this season. So don't mind going that direction. Last game on the slate. Oh, it's a fun one. Tennessee mm-hmm. at the Urban Myers. The Urban Urban Myers. Um, Tennessee is minus four in this game, over under 48 and a half. Bogman, are you playing anything in this one? Well, look, uh, Derrick Henry is the best option of the week, right? And he is priced appropriately. So the nice thing is, is maybe the price will scare some people off. And there are some cheap options to play a quarterback, Justin Fields and Trey Lance being the two biggest. So it's probably a stack that you'll see a bunch, though, is Derrick Henry with a super cheap quarterback. So, um, But I love him against Jacksonville, man. I mean, Jacksonville has been rough trying to bring him down. We've seen plenty of Thursday night footballs where they're trying to tackle Derrick Henry in the fourth, and he just takes 80 yards, right? So uh, I'm really into Derrick Henry. Um, have no idea who's going to start for Tennessee as far as wide receivers go. So that kind of k- takes me off of them. Um, I do love LaVisca at this price at 48 and 58 without uh, DJ Chark. I think that's a great value for him. Uh, Marvin Jones is decently priced at 57 and 66 as well. And maybe the Titans defense at 38 and 42 against the, the Jacksonville urban Meyer distractions. I have no problem with paying for Derrick Henry. The dude's just a monster, but 
I don't. I, I do like James Robinson at six K on DK. I'll say that much. They're starting to give him the ball in the air and on the ground. I get over five targets last week again. So James Robinson at six K on DK. I'm a big fan of that production. We'll have to see what the Julio Brown thing does this week. That'll kind of d- dictate where things go. But I do like the Lavisca call uh, with Shark out at forty eight on DK, fifty eight on Fanduel. Same with Marvin Jones. They're both going to get a lot more love, obviously with uh, DJ Shark out of the way. So those are two good options there. Likes of James Robinson. Not really going all in on this game, though. It really doesn't uh, strike me as wanting to go too crazy uh, at all. All right, recapping things real quick. Bogman, where are you stacking things up? I mean, I think there's a decent amount of stacks. You can stack Tennessee against Jacksonville if you want. I think anytime you want to stack the Arizona Cardinals, that is more than fine. If you want to go with the Cowboys, just the best offenses here is kind of what I'm doing uh, more than matchup because uh, I don't want to stack like, you know, we know the Patriots are going to pound the Texans, but I don't want to stack them. Yeah, 100%. I just want to start uh, Damien. That, that's pretty much it. Tampa Bay, um, yeah, Tampa Bay against Miami. Sorry, you can probably stack uh, either side of Green Bay. Cincinnati is doable as well. Yeah, I like the Minnesota passing game. That's one I, we can go to uh, Green Bay, Cincinnati. Love it. Love that game. I think that's one of the Ones off circled for sure. That Philadelphia Carolina as well could be a lot of fun, especially with Jalen Hurts under center as an option. Um, other than that, like I think Arizona SF has a little upside, but Giants Cowboys is, is a big one as well. So my main ones would be Green Bay, Cincinnati, Philadelphia Carolina, and the Giants and the Cowboys sprinkling in some other stacks here and there. I wanted to ask you one thing because you were talking about cheap quarterbacks. You mentioned Fields and um, Trey Lance. They're like the they're at uh, Lance is at fifty seven. And Fields, he just said he's at 52. What do you would you rather have either one of them over Burrow at 61? Mm. You, you know what? Back. I'm okay with either one of those guys running. Yeah, I, I, I would I would be okay. I, I think they're all good values. So yeah. if you want to take Burrow against, you know, we talked about it, you know, Jair Alexander down for Green Bay this week for sure. Uh, Eric Stokes pretty good last week, but he is a rookie. And, um, you know, they're looking to burn here. The Bengals are specifically with Joe Mixon out. So I do like the, the, the buy of Joe Burrow, but I also like the, the wheels of those two other young guys. So I'm okay with anyone you want to buy there. I think my favorite is still, uh, Trey Lance. So what if we throw Daniel Jones at six K in the mix? Against Dallas? No, I go with the other three before Danny dimes. I do like him, but we don't know about that, uh, about who's starting. Uh, as far as wide receiver goes. True, true. All right. Just thought I'd throw those out there before we get into the touchdown calls of the day. Got that one this week. Look, I at, that. It last week, but they, Look at that. Look at that memory. If you follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app and at Linestar NFL. They still tweeted them out. And Derrick <laughs> Henry found the end zone, folks. Just throwing it out there. I took the chalk. I know. Whatever. It worked. So you follow them on Twitter. And what will happen, you can watch this video and get it live from us on the Linestar YouTube channel. Or you can just listen to us and give a rate and review on iTunes. That's cool, too. Or when they tweet it out, you retweet it. And three lucky retweeters get chosen to get paired with myself, Bogman, and Ryan Humphreys. And if our guys find the end zone, you win some free swag. It's pretty simple stuff. Really, really simple <laughs> stuff. So, Bogman, week five action. Who's your touchdown call of the week? Give me Adam Thielen. I know he's touchdown dependent, and uh, but they're playing Detroit. Detroit secondary is real bad. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Adam Thielen. Let's go. 
It's more than a feeling. Oh, sorry. More than a feeling. Yeah, there we go. I knew you'd have my back on that one. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's teamwork, bros. But uh, for me, this one's for you, Bogman. This is this is for you. This is your guy. Give me Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Take him to the house, either air or ground. He's doing it all right now. It's going to be Saquon right. in the rivalry game against the Cowboys in Big D in Jerry World. He's going to get the end zone. He'll get there twice, but we only need once. So give me Saquon Barkley this week. You got Thielen, who I love. He's a touchdown monster for Minnesota. They're going to be throwing a lot, so that's a great call. We'll see who Ryan Humphreys has this week. But we're going to get some free swag this weekend for you guys. Make sure you check the Line Star on Twitter, at Line Star app, and at Line Star NFL. Retweet the tweet, and maybe you'll be one of the lucky three chosen to get paired with each one of us. If you want our Picks and Bets show dropped on Thursday, make sure you go check that out. This is your DFS preview. We'll be back to you guys on Tuesday with your Week 5 recap. But for now, everybody, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Hendrick. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy your football. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.